Good evening and welcome to episode 5 of the All For Us podcast. Thank you for listening so far. Um, I'm really grateful for all the positive feedback and for those that listen to my podcast. And yeah, I, as I said last time, I'm really enjoying it. I've got a lot of episodes in the pipeline and yeah, I'm just rolling with it. So thanks again. So tonight I'm going to talk about how to fall in love with being alive. (laughs) Now that sounds like a pretty bold claim, but I'll tell you where I'm coming from with this. You'll notice a theme in relation to the previous episodes. And it's all about clawing back a deficit almost. Getting a state of balance from a state of being behind. Whether that's through stress, through mental health concerns, through, you know, just life getting on top of you and getting back to a level of homeostasis or a level of peace within the mind. Now, peace should be our natural state, essentially. A lot of us live in our lives, you know, in states of stress, in states of fear, um, you know, hypervigilant. We're operating through fight or flight instead of calm and relax. And it's just through the pressures that, you know, we encounter in our lives, a lot of them pressures that we're that we're putting on ourselves um so yeah previous episodes have all been about how to gain that balance how to get back on track and get a state of um you know normality i suppose but today's episode is how to thrive in life how to actually not just get up out of bed and feel normal but get up out of bed and like want to skip into the day almost you know and a sense of joy, a sense of elation and and fall in love with being alive because, you know, I say that and I I throw that out there as quite a a strong statement but it is true, like, I am in love with being alive and and I feel moments of joy through the day, I feel elation, I I can just be randomly walking my dog in nature and I feel a burst of happiness and I understand what bursting with happiness actually feels like. Um, So yeah, I'm going to get into it. I've come up with some sort of key headings really that I think have got me to where I've got to in terms of my mindset, in terms of my outlook on life and yeah I've done a lot of sort of writing and a lot of sort of thought gathering and you know looking back on the books I've read over the years and tried to cultivate my best tips to form a mindset that you can fall in love with being alive. So Number one is understanding purpose and meaning. So, not so many years ago, maybe 10, 20 years ago, our jobs that we had gave us a sense of meaning and purpose. We tended to have jobs where we would see things through right to the very end. We would see the start of a job. And we'd see the middle, we'd see the end, and it would be a slow sort of control process within the job. And we'd see, we'd feel a sense of ownership, a sense of responsibility, a sense of a job well done, really. You know, I've, I've done something there, I can be proud of it, and I've done it from start to finish. And, you know, in this day and age, 
essentially a lot of jobs now you're just a cog in a wheel and you know your whole sort of process of a job has been taken away from you and it is harder to cultivate a sense of meaning and purpose within your day-to-day jobs now there is jobs out there like a nurse like a doctor like a, a policeman a fireman where you know, it's like a vocation essentially, isn't it? Where you can cultivate a sense of purpose and meaning from that job. Almost like a bit of an archetype job, isn't it? It's like, you know, you see somebody who's a nurse and it's like they're very caring and they've got that sort of, you know, I was born to be a nurse, I'm a very caring person. And and, and that is, you know, that you can say that's their purpose. Of course you could. You know, somebody who has managed to get a job like that and, you know, put themselves into that role and has a sense of purpose going to their jobs every day. Now, I'm not suggesting, like, you know, I dare say some nurses and some doctors and everyone, like, you know, can curse their jobs as well and and might not enjoy going to work, but it's a lot easier to get a sense of purpose when you're doing something that transcends your own self, if that makes sense. So you're doing something with a higher purpose, like healing people or caring for people, looking after people, you know, it's beyond your own sort of your own individual self. You're doing something bigger than yourself. So, <clears throat> yeah, it, there is obviously still jobs out there like that. However, you know, it's like I said earlier, like a lot of jobs nowadays are very algorithmic. They're very, you know, that purpose has been taken away. And you maybe feel like you're just typing things in on a spreadsheet all day or you know, you're just doing something that doesn't feel as significant. But that's okay, you know, that is fine as well. And, you know, I just wanted to sort of explain about how powerful perspective is when it comes to things like this. Um, I remember watching something on telly and they were talking about the job of a cleaner. And these particular cleaners were a cleaner in the hospital and they interviewed one group of cleaners and then soon after another group of cleaners. And it was just how a collective out a collective mindset can rub off on everyone. So the first group of cleaners were like, Well, you know, we're just cleaners, we're nothing. We just like, you know, what have we got to look forward to? We just we all we do is clean. And it was their sort of mindset approach to what they did and they didn't really carry any self worth or purpose or meaning. You know, and that was their perspective they put on the on the job of a cleaner. And then they interviewed another group of people, totally different, um, and they were saying, like, you know, if it wasn't for us, you know, that the other people, like the doctors and the nurses and things, they wouldn't be able to have their clean environment to look after the patients and, you know, there'd, there'd be more infections. And so they seen themselves as a vital cog in that wheel. So they got up with purpose and meaning and, and a sense of, self-esteem just because they've changed the perspective on that so you know look at for example an office job you might see that as just an office job and just you typing in figures but try to be imaginative on that like try to look at it as though what are you essentially doing what 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 does your role do that helps people you know in a different role within that job or that organization and try to realise that you are still a vital part of that. If without you, you may, you know, that other parts of the job might not be as efficient. 
So yeah, perspective helps in terms of cultivating meaning and purpose within your day when sometimes your purpose and meaning might not be as obvious um, to the eye, if that makes sense. But secondly as well, it doesn't have to be your job that creates your meaning and purpose. You can fabricate meaning and purpose in your day-to-day life just through being deeply connected into every single thing that you do. So take your job, right? It might not be, um, you know, a job that beams out purpose and beams out meaning to the obvious to the obvious eye. However, you can go into work and just be like, take it upon yourself to be really curious and really attentive and really present with your colleagues or your customers and see how much more fulfilled you'll feel after each day when you're not just living for the weekend, when you are actually living in every moment of the day. So it could be just to be like, right, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to get to know, you know, one of my colleagues today, you know, I'm going to ask them questions a little bit more and just show more attention and more interest rather than just going in there and like being on autopilot and living for the weekend actually be deeply invested in each day to day and you'll be quite surprised as to what how much more you get out of each day just by being a little bit more curious a little bit more attentive and a little bit more present with the people you're with suddenly you, you escape that kind of you know that mindset of oh god you know bring on friday you're into that present moment and you get so much more out of it when you're invested in it so yeah you know just pay more interest into your colleagues be curious to to you know to people you meet and and ask them questions and you never know what you can get out of it like each moment it's like a trickle effect and whatever you put into it you can get out of it like you don't know what opportunities are around the corner if you just put a little bit more into it yourself um, you know, it's like, you know, one of the things I wanted to touch on as well is, is kindness. Like, kindness is so, so important. And a lot of people, because they're just going through the motions, they almost, like, don't even say what they think anymore. So, for example, I, I set up, like, a little sort of game, right, that if I, if I thought something nice about somebody, I would see it. I would definitely see it, and I wouldn't hold it in. And it's amazing how many, like how much difference you can make into somebody's day just by saying it so you know you walk past somebody and you you know you maybe have a little chat or whatever and you like you know the scarf that they're wearing just see it just say oh you know i really like that scarf you're wearing you know that's lovely that isn't it like, it really suits you and just giving somebody a little compliment like that suddenly like they'll walk into their next encounter the next with a smile on the face that has a trickle effect you know maybe they'll come home and speak to their wife a little bit better you know, vice, it, it has a real knock-on effect and you can sort of cultivate these things just through the habit of being kinder. Um, you know, maybe even setting up like a thing where you're doing like random acts of kindness or try and do one a day or something like that and seeing what knock-on effect that has in terms of how you live your life and how how much joy and how much purpose you've cultivated in each day just by thinking to yourself, you know something, today I'm going to be, I'm going to compliment somebody or do a random act of kindness without expecting anything in return. And, you know, just see how it makes you feel. Because it's not all about us all the time. You know, it's not all about what am I getting from this or, you know, I want to achieve this goal or get to that place or be on holiday or, 
You know, it's not all about transactional, what I'm getting out of things. Sometimes it's like offering more, you know, and just being a nicer person and seeing the impact you can make on other people's lives just by you, instead of being insular into your own brain, beam, beam your energy outwards, you know, and see what effect it can have. Um, but because uh, honestly, I would put money on it. You, you feel a lot more joyous in your day-to-day life and, and each day becomes a lot more, you know, happy. It does. And, and you're not like dragging yourself out of bed just to cart yourself through the day with your legs dragging along the floor to get till Friday. That ultimately, when you get to Friday, is just another groundhog day of alcohol and hangovers. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm maybe being a bit harsh there, but you know what I'm trying to say, don't you? Um, so yeah, meaning and purpose. You can create your own meaning and purpose. You know, don't think it's this magic thing of, oh, I haven't found my purpose yet, or... You know, oh God, I'm just waiting to find my right purpose. Create your own, cultivate it, change your perspective on your job if you haven't got an obvious kind of, you know, purposeful job that beams out to you. And yeah, like, look at Viktor Frankl, you know, in The Man's Search for Meaning. He was in a concentration camp being tortured every day, yet he still chose to find meaning in carrying bags of, bags of salt from one end of the prison to the other, repetitively knowing that his family weren't going through that hardship he chose to find meaning in that so you know man's search for meaning he, he ended up being in a better frame of mind than his guards who were actually taught you know being in charge of torturing him and such so yeah if you can get some kind of grasp on meaning and purpose change your perspective on it outwardly beam out kindness and you know, what you can offer the world as opposed to what you're getting from the world. And, yeah, the next one I've got is morals and values. So, essentially, when I was growing up, I, you know, was, as you know, I've talked about in the past, like, trying to be a laddie lad, play rugby, get out around town, you know, go to the gym. It's a very selfish game, eh? It is. It's very selfish. You're just wanting to you know, play rugby, get go to the gym, get a woman, like, you know, it, it's selfish and, and you get in that kind of group mentality where we're all kind of, you know, self-centred and, you know, you're kind of learning the ropes really, aren't you, on what it means to like, you know, build a body, go to the gym, goal set, be productive and get out there if you know what I mean, like sort of go getter that attitude. But it's quite a self-centered, selfish game. So because of that, you, you know, when you get in relationships, you're quite selfish. You know, you're not kind of really thinking of things like, you know, true connection and like, you know, really becoming connected to a person. You, it's kind of just egotistically pleasure-based and stuff like that when you're in your, like, you know, young 20s and stuff. And... Yeah, it can often make you make decisions that aren't really in line with good morals, you know. It can, it really can. And until you realise that what you do to others, you ultimately do to yourself, that is quite a powerful pill to swallow because you realise that, you know, if you do act in an immoral way, you're going to carry that in your subconscious, you are. You might think in the moment that you're getting away with it, 
but you're not. It'll come back, and you'll self you'll self uh, sabotage situations that you ultimately know deep down you don't deserve. And you know we're all capable of bad things. We are. We've all got a side of us that you know can lie and can do things that we ultimately know are are wrong. But you know I've learned over the years now that you're best off to have integrity, good morals, and be a man of your word, because that is ultimately what's going to help you be able to sleep better at night, you're not going to live a life where you feel shame or guilt, and, you know, you're going to form better, more trusting, and, you know, solid relationships with your friends, and your family, and your your, your partner, so, yeah, you know, have a moral existence, you know, have integrity, don't lie, and realise that what you do to others, you ultimately do to yourself. And, you know, accept the fact that we're all capable of mistakes. We've all got a dark side, a shadow, but it's not about, you know, not having that. It's not about being perfect. It's about accepting it and realising that you can sort of, you know, tame it and sort of, you know, conquer it, if that makes sense. Yeah, you can. Like, everyone's capable of being a you know, being an asshole, being a bad person, making decisions and, you know, regretting them. But, you know, having that innate desire to, to have good morals, you know, it's it's important, it really is. And it does affect your well-being, it does. Because when you've got shame or guilt on your conscience, it'll cripple away at you. And I think that's ultimately why a lot of people as well, you know, they can't sit on their own because, you know, they want some distraction or some kind of pleasure or some kind of, because if they do sit on their own, you know, they're forced to kind of deal with these things that the subconscious really knows. Uh, that's why they say a lot of these, like, silent retreats and things that, you know, that they do for, like, meditation and stuff. You sit with your own thoughts that will resurface that your subconscious knows you need to deal with. And you'll you'll basically sit with it, deal with it until it's kind of, you know, fully expressed and dealt with. So, Yeah. They say a lot of life's problems arise from our inability to sit with ourselves because we're avoiding something that we know needs dealt with. So we just mask over it with pleasures and quick dopamine hits and scrolling Instagram because, you know, ultimately we may be carrying something that we're not too proud of. So, yeah, models, they're really important. And... Yeah, branching off from that, values, you know, values are equally important and I think that, yeah, it's important to sit down and write these things down, you know, write five key values that are important to you in life and, you know, make sure that you're living in line with those values but also you get a relationship or friendship circle that match them because if your one of your values is, you know, living an adventurous life and you're hanging around with a load of people who just want to play on computer games... Like, you know, you're not going to have a real kind of joyous connection, are you? So, you know, I'll read you my values that I've wrote down. And, and I wrote them on a post-it note, put it on my laptop, and I'm glancing at them all the time. To, it goes in my subconscious. And, you know, repetition basically is key in everything in life, whether that's going to the gym or practicing ways to live. So, number one is kindness. You know, I value kindness. Now, that's to prioritise kindness to others, but also to myself. 
Number two is connection. Strive for true connection with others, but also again with myself. Connect to my true self. Authenticity. Be true to myself, which is what I've just said, but regarding who I am as a person. So you're authentically coming across, not just faking it or trying to be someone that somebody else wants you to be or your parents think you should be. Be authentic to yourself. Uh, I've touched on this already, but adventure, you know, stay curious for adventure, keep exploring new horizons and get out there and, you know, see as much as you can experience adventure. And the last one is gratitude. So keep, keep a grateful attitude on life, you know, on a daily basis, cultivate it, practice it and, you know, look for ways to appreciate and be grateful for even the most adversity things, you know, the, the adversities that come our way. Because ultimately, they do make us a stronger character. So yeah, be grateful for everything. So yeah, you know, I would encourage you to write down your values. What, what do you value in life? What is important to you that you want to live a life in line with? So yeah, morals and values, they are really important. And, you know, one of the pillars towards living a life that's joyous. Um, it really is. Uh, as I say, I'm just glancing on my notes as well. I've just made a few notes. The next one that is really important is the ability to get out of your mind and into your body. So we all ruminate on thoughts, you know, of course we do. You know, it's part of, you know, it's just the way our minds are wired to look for problems and to you know overthink things. But we aren't our minds, eh? We aren't. We aren't our thoughts, we are the awareness of our thoughts. So don't become attached to your thoughts or any, you know, ruminating thoughts, you know, overthinking or anything like that. Just see it as the weather. Just be a witness to it and realise it'll come and go. But we can create practices where we get out of our mind and we get into our body and we become into what we call like a state of flow, a state of pure peace where time just you know, escapes us, you can be in this state for a couple of hours or so, and you're just purely just in line with your body. So yeah, cultivate practices like, you know, whether that's yoga, whether that's climbing, you know, you're truly present on the rock when you're climbing, or bouldering at these centres you can go to, Um, you know, walking, dancing, some form of like expressive dance, you know, some form of skipping, boxing, jiu-jitsu, the gym, you know, get into your body rather than the mind and your body will kind of take care of things itself. You can kind of just express a lot of things. You can channel emotions through your body. And yeah, it is a really good practice to get into. So I would definitely have a practice where you escape your mind and get into your body. And lastly, the last and probably most important pillar within the headings I've mentioned tonight, is connection. Make it an absolute paramount importance to focus on connection in your life. Whether that's just being present in your conversations and not seeing them as dick measuring or, you know, word tennis. You know, really open up and connect to people vulnerable, like, you know, through your vulnerabilities. Be honest with people. Make eye contact. Really listen to you know, listen to hear somebody and really take him on board what they're saying. Don't just listen to respond. Like your life will change 
so so much if you just every conversation you go into you listen to really hear that person and you respond not just to say a quick-witted snappy impressive sentence but to actually really respond and you know in a caring manner um you know connection is ultimately i think what we were all made for you know to connect with other people and feel that togetherness and that shared happiness you know happiness is you know amazing when it's shared isn't it it multiplies when it's shared um you know so being vulnerable connecting be present um think what can i give to this conversation not what can i receive you know it's what can i actually give to this person and contribute and ultimately you'll you'll both end up receiving because it'll be a you know much more loving conversation so yeah those are my key areas to focus on and drill down on so that you have a life that you fall in love with sorry my battery was flashing up there that you have a life that you fall in love with so yeah create meaning and purpose in your life you know as i say it can be with your job it could even be with you know something i haven't touched on yet but overcoming difficult things every day creating habits you know getting in a shower you know doing your morning meditation you know doing a bit of journaling going for your morning run getting to the gym being accountable to small habits the daily wins you know they can give you a sense of purpose and meaning in your life so it doesn't have to come through your job it can come through your daily habits you know get up take ownership get your small wins in under your belt and you know they all compound over time and before you know you're looking back on the on the weeks and on the months and you're thinking wow you know i've stuck to my wordy i've done some cultivating habits cultivate some good habits and you know i've said it before but self-esteem is the reputation you keep with yourself you always know so yeah create meaning and purpose be kind you know cultivate kindness because it's so important um have good morals and values write them down you know see what you want to live a life in line with and make sure that your friends and your family and your you know your relationships are in line with that um you know get out of your mind and into your body create a practice that does allow that and ultimately above everything else focus on connection you'll get more bang for your buck if you focus on connection than anything else that's what i ultimately believe anyway so again i've no i have absolutely obliterated my 15 minute target tonight so i do apologize for that if um you know i do appreciate you if you're still listening um, but i'm going to end on a poem which is what i tend to always do so here we go problem solver a life of no problems will soon find its own we are wired to solve be challenged and to grow a mind with no goals will look for silly things to hoard so are you really anxious or are you just bored make a list set a mission tick each day as a win you'll be too focused to notice that your yet that your life might be grim start off small just run around the block there's potential inside you just need to unlock try a new hobby or do some jobs at home because most people's problems are born because you can't sit on your own with nothing to prove 
you'll overthink your mind into a circus. So choose your own problems and live a life with more purpose. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, stay conscious, stay loving and stay true to yourself.